welcome to the AK-47 podcast. My name is Kristen Godsey, and I am recording this episode from Athens in Greece, where I am waiting to be able to return to the EU, to Italy. Specifically, I am giving a lecture at the European University Institute in Florence, on December 8th. But in order to get into Italy, I had to spend 14 days in Greece because the Italians would not let me in from any country in the Western Balkans, including Serbia, which is where I was for almost a month, actually exactly a month. I was hoping from Serbia to be able to get to Bulgaria, but the Bulgarians have closed their borders And as I sit here on the 29th of November and the Omicron variant is spreading and there have been a variety of travel restrictions already imposed on Southern African countries, as well as Israel and Japan completely closing their borders. And now I just read that Poland is basically closing its borders to anyone outside of the Schengen zone requiring that they quarantine for 14 days if they're coming from a country outside of the Schengen zone. Thankfully, I am in the Schengen zone. Luckily, I left when I did. But all of my plans between now and when I was supposed to at least briefly touch down in the United States are up in disarray because of the new coronavirus variant that, you know, apparently the WHO thinks is worrying and there's not a lot of information about what's going on with it right now. So it's all very confusing. And on top of everything, I just learned within the last hour that a very dear friend of mine at home in the United States has been diagnosed with a very aggressive cancer, which also kind of feels a little bit destabilizing um, because this is somebody who, you know, was very healthy and very good friend. And I'm obviously very worried and also feeling like I, you know, it's so hard to make plans. It's so hard to know what's just around the corner. You're just sort of going on with your daily life and then suddenly wham, things just kind of come out of the blue. I was making all sorts of plans. I've made all sorts of travel arrangements and hotel reservations. And I was sort of blithely assuming that hopefully once we had our booster shots or whatever, that the pandemic would sort of wane. And now it's unclear that that's actually going to happen. So, wow, I'm feeling a little bit destabilized by the whole thing. I'm sure that many of you out there I don't know where you are, what your situations are, but it has been, it has been a very trying couple of years. I mean, we're almost now exactly at two years of of this pandemic. It does feel like it's been going on for an awful long time. And today I, I was actually in the Acropolis Museum because I'm in Greece and, and the weather is actually quite nice in Athens. And I decided that I should probably try to get some culture, not just sit in my room and 
work, which is what my inclination is sometimes, especially when, you know, there's a pandemic going on. But I did manage to go to the Acropolis Museum where they are checking everybody's vaccination certificates at least. And it wasn't very crowded because it's late November and it's the low season here in Greece. So I was really interested in the archaeological remains of the Mycenaean era and especially the discussion of the Greek Dark Ages, which, you know, basically there was this pretty advanced civilization. Uh, they were sort of based in Knossos, which is on the island of Crete. And there are archaeological remains on the hill of the Acropolis from this civilization. And then at some point, this civilization just kind of collapsed. And nobody really knows why. There's lots of debate about why it collapsed. If it was the inequality in society, there are lots of, there's lots of evidence that there might have been a kind of uprising of the lower classes. Some people have suggested that it was actually climate change, that there was a very severe drought and that the very fragile social structure of this civilization just could not actually overcome the uh, requirements of a famine and a drought. But whatever happened, this civilization, which had been literate and had an incredible amount of art and wealth and culture, and it just disappeared and for 300 years. So, so many generations had passed that they actually lost their ability to read and write the, the script that, uh, had been their, you know, their sort of, uh, alphabet was lost and it took you know 300 years before these people were able to you know or some people some successor people to them there are different debates about whether there was some continuity with this earlier civilization and later greek civilizations or whether it was just lost and then a bunch of other people kind of got together and started creating a society but it was really interesting to think about like sudden civilizational collapse. I mean, <laughs> not a very cheerful topic, I have to say, but it does sort of make one think that what if we are possibly on the brink of a sudden civilizational collapse? I mean, a lot of people think about rapid climate change and, and you know, there's a lot of worry about these mass extinction events. You know, we've had them in the past and we know that they happen like a meteor hits the earth and you have like the end of an era. And, uh, but, but, but these civilizational, civilizational collapses, like the end of the Mycenaean empire or the end of the Roman empire, where you have a great civilization or you have a, a society that is thriving. And then suddenly like one day, boom, it just kind of falls apart. And everything just completely collapses. You know, we have a lot of instances in our history of that. And in fact, the more I kind of thought about it today, the more I realized how common it was and how utterly awful it must have been for the people whose lives were bifurcated by living in a particular civilization, living in a particular society, and then suddenly having that society just not exist anymore. And it kept making me think about Alexei Yurchak's book, Everything Was Forever Until It Was No More, which was about the collapse of the Soviet Union the, the, the sudden dissolution of the Soviet Union in 1991. 
And, and in fact, it's 2021 and Christmas Day this year, like in less than a month, is the 30th anniversary of the collapse of the, the Soviet Union, the dissolution of the Soviet Union. And so there were people even living amongst us today who experienced this sudden feeling of the world being one way and then suddenly the world being a completely different way. And what if we are on some edge I read when I was in Spain a couple of months ago, I read Sally Rooney's book, Beautiful World, Where Are You? I think that's what it's called. And there's a an interesting passage where one of the main characters in this sort of epistolary exchange between these two women says, what if we're standing in the last lighted room before the darkness? That really made me think. And today you know, at the Acropolis Museum, really looking at the artifacts of these civilizations. I mean, these are really old artifacts, people's bowls and makeup tools and drinking vessels and, you know, all the little kind of details of their everyday lives have literally survived thousands of years, but their civilization, their whole world's just ended. Anyway, I I don't want to dwell on that. I mean, it's, it's kind of a depressing thought, but I am a little bit feeling not myself because as I said, I'm feeling a little bit weird about the whole Omicron situation and not knowing if I'm going to be able to get home, if I'm going to be able to get anywhere, (laughs) uh, what's going to happen in the next week or two weeks. And, and also really kind of concerned for this dear friend of mine who is, going to have to start cancer treatments at a period of time when a lot of necessary surgeries and treatments are being postponed because our hospitals are filling up with COVID patients, many of whom have not been vaccinated. And so people are having to put off treatments and surgeries because there just aren't enough medical personnel to deal with all of the demands in our medical system. This is happening right now in Germany, where the Air Force is like literally having to fly COVID patients to hospitals around the country because there just aren't enough ICU beds left. So it all feels rather apocalyptic, I suppose. And I was going to use this episode to read the very last section of Alexandra Kollontai's 1918 essay, New Woman and to do a little bit of a reflection on that. But I fear that I may have sort of waffled on a bit too long. And I'm not 100% sure what I should do at this point. You know, on, on the one hand, I really enjoy doing this podcast because I am really excited to be able to share... Alexandra Kollontai's work with a wide variety of people. I know a lot of young people have taken a great interest in reading Kollontai because of the podcast. I get wonderful emails and notes from people around the world who are just kind of excited to be turned on to this woman who was writing all these kind of radical texts over a hundred years ago. You know, on the other hand, I also try to feel like this is also my attempt to be more accessible and relatable and connect with readers and listeners and 
people who may have come to my work in one way or another and who are interested in, you know, ideas of, of social justice and ideas of feminism and socialism and all the things that we talk about on this podcast. And so there's a little part of me that gets, you know, some satisfaction. Obviously, I, I don't do this for the money. I mean, I don't have any sponsors. If you if you if you've noticed, uh, I'm actually not hawking anything. I, I, I don't have anybody who is supporting this podcast. I'm just doing this completely on my own. And I have been from the beginning with the very valuable exception of my daughter who occasionally gives me some technical support and agrees to, you know, to do things like make stickers and, and, and be a guest on the podcast. This is just a kind of a one woman, one woman show. And the point of all of that is just to say that this is something that in some ways makes me feel like I'm helping spread some interesting ideas, start some interesting conversations. But at moments like this, when I feel a little bit overwhelmed by what's happening in the world, especially because there's just so much uncertainty, and I'm sure that many of you are feeling this uncertainty too, I really did intend to read the last section of the new woman essay, but I think I will probably have to wait until the next episode to do that because I'm realizing now as I try to focus on this text, which is up on my laptop screen in front of me, that I'm just not really going to be able to do this. I'm a little bit too overwhelmed by everything. And Probably I shouldn't even post this episode, but for the sake of full disclosure and honesty, I mean, this is just what the world is like sometimes. And even those of us who feel like we sometimes have it together, I'm obviously a lot older than I think a lot of my listeners, you know, sometimes the the, the world just kind of overtakes you and it's a little bit too much and it's just hard to get through. So it helps just to talk about it. And I'm really sorry if I have waffled on for too long and you feel that I have abused your um, patience when you were expecting to hear Colin Ty's words and instead hurt my own. But anyway, I will promise you that in the next episode, I will finish the new woman essay. And then we can move on to another discrete work of Alexandra Kolontai as we work our way up to the promised 47. Thank you all, as always, so much for listening and keep up the good fight.